hey trainers this is not a normal episode of the pokedex radio podcast uh it was a live broadcast for broadcasters for a cure we were raising money for the alzheimer society of canada which you'll hear about in later on in this show i just wanted to go over a couple of quick things before we actually got into the show and this show is actually edited to take out all the music and copyright things so I just wanted to talk about the tournament really quickly that we're having here at Pokedex Radio. So far, everything is running okay. It's not running as smoothly as I'd like it to be, but this is this is our very first tournament. So, so far, so good. I uh, just want to make sure everybody is contacting each other for their battles. If there are any conflicts or if you're not able to contact your uh, the person you're battling, please email me or message Jay on the forums. And I just want to let you know really quickly, we will be coming back next week with a normal episode of the Pokedex Radio. I know a couple of you already have either emailed me or even one person messaged me on Twitter asking, you know, if I was still alive. But yes, I just been very busy this uh, this month. I just want to let you guys know that, yes, we are coming back next week with every week episodes, hopefully, as long as nothing major comes up like this week and last week. Now, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's actually a little bit different. It is with a co-host, which you'll hear. So I really do hope you enjoy it. Thanks, trainers. This is a special episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon, from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Welcome to a special episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast, a live episode, two hours of uh, streaming live for a cause. This is uh, Broadcasters for a Cure. Uh, we're broadcasting for uh, Alzheimer's for the, uh, let's see if I can get all my, my notes up here again, um, for the uh, Alzheimer's Society of the Society of Alzheimer's in Canada, something like that. We'll go ahead and we'll get that right later on in this episode. Um, I actually have a special guest with me. I've mentioned him before on the podcast, uh, but I have my friend here, Renee, with me. Hey, Renee. Hello. Hey, man. Okay, so um, uh, let's just introduce Renee, since I'm pretty sure if anybody is listening that listens to the podcast, um, they've no, they've no. Obviously, I've mentioned you before. Um, so let's introduce you again. This is Renee. Hi, Renee. Hello, Austin. Hello, Pokedex Radio Podcast listeners. All right, Renee is a friend of mine. We work together, uh, and he listens to the show. He's an avid Pokemon uh, player as well. Since Blue. Since Blue. Me too. What, what, what are the Blue. odds? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember I had Charizard. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's see here. Uh, all right, so again, we're uh, we're broadcasting from illusionscast.com slash radio. If you go there, there's a, a link there on the side, on the left-hand side, where you can go ahead and uh, donate for Alzheimer's treatment for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. Um, 
And as far as this episode is uh, concerned, this episode is actually going to be recorded and uploaded uh, eventually to the Pokedex Radio website uh, for you guys to go ahead and enjoy afterwards, uh, even after this uh, 24-hour live event is over. Um, so I hope hopefully you guys uh, enjoy this episode. Uh, first thing we're going to start talking about today is um, some news that came out today uh, about, uh, well, over the last couple of days about uh, Deancey, the... Uh, rock fairy type pokemon everybody thought it was related to um what was the pokemon's name uh uh carbink and it turns out that it is uh pokemon is related to carbink in a way where it's uh i i and there's there's no exact um link like manaphy and fion how, how that was back in the day but there there is a According to the articles that I'm reading here, an unusual mutation caused by Deancey to be created from Carbink, um, and it it's it's different. It's weird. Renee, what do you have to think about this? I mean, they're obviously going like basically the diamond aspect. Like that's what it, uh, from what I understand, that's basically what they're doing. They're just um, the carbon, because that's basically a rock carbon. And I, if I remember correctly, you know what? I wasn't very good at chemistry and all that and geology when I was in school. Right. But uh, <laughs> if I remember correctly, like that, if you put enough pressure on it, it became a diamond. Right. So that's and, where they basically they're going with this. That, at least that's what it seemed like. And, and speaking of that, actually, uh, Deancey's um, uh, Pokedex entry. And, and yes, you compress carbon enough and it turns into diamond or at least through normal over millions of years kind of deal. It turns into real diamond, but if you do it like in a uh, in a controlled environment, like in a lab, it turns actually into cubic zir- cubic zirconium. But um, Deancey's Pokedex entry it says uh, it can instantly create many diamonds uh, by compressing the carbon in the air between its hands. Which um, interesting that this Pokemon can actually go ahead and uh, do something so powerful like that as uh, creating diamond out of pretty much thin air. And it is a legendary Pokemon, by the way. That is that is one thing that is different about um, this Pokemon Carbink, and w- in in a way that I feel that it's kind of uh, related to like a a, a Fion uh, and Manaphy uh, kind of relationship. Let's see here. Let's see what else we got to uh, to read about uh, about Deancey over here. I keep clicking around too many times. Uh, Deancey's second Pokedex entry: uh, a sudden transformation of Carbink. Uh, it's pink glimmering body is said to be the loveliest sight in the world. Um, diamond that clearly it's obviously one of the nicest things. Um, and, uh, I, I don't, I really don't know what else to say about it. Um, but as far as uh, some of the articles that are, uh, I'm reading here, uh, Deancey is considered the jewel Pokemon. Uh, it has the ability clear body. It's uh two feet, four inches tall, weighs about 20 pounds. Uh, Deancey can learn the moves Explosion, Hyper Beam, Dazzling Gleam, Calm Mind, uh, and Power Gem, among others, obviously. Um, so far, how to get Carbink, I'm sorry, how to get uh, uh, Deancey is uh, still unknown, which is, which is odd. Um, maybe it's going to be something similar to Fion, how it was in a, uh, wasn't Fion in a, uh, one of the, not Mystery Dungeon games. You remember how to get uh, how to get Fion from before? I don't remember which one Fion was, to be honest. <laughs> Fion, uh, it was um, a little blue jellyfish-looking thing. Because um, uh, Fion, uh, if you breed Manaphy, I think it's just with a ditto. Uh, Fion is uh, 
the the baby form of it. Uh, if you just like Google, oh, okay, if you Google okay. search Fionn real fast, yeah, you'll see you'll see exactly what it is. And I feel like this has the same relationship to that because it goes under a strange mutation in order to turn into uh, Carbink. Now, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Carbink turns into uh, Dancy. And so I'm wondering how that how that works, and if that's related at all to those um those two other uh, uh legendary Pokemon, uh, I mean the other legendary Pokemon that was um, um announced, kind of like leaked a, a, a little while ago. Uh, that Volcanion, do you remember me talking about that uh, that Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, that guy that guy seems interesting. It is uh, a water, it fire and water, fire and water, an, an amazing combo. Honestly, I feel um for something like that. So volcanoes. You know, a lot of heat, a lot of pressure. It goes on in volcanoes, turns carbon into diamond over however many years. Ooh, that definitely does make it sound like they could go like hand in hand almost. Exactly, and that's that's what I'm thinking. Then again, I just thought of that like ten seconds ago. Um, so, uh, according to this thing, uh, groups of carbon tend to gather around Deancey, but Deancey pays them little heed and acts only according to its own will. Um, that's just some of the the flavor text about Deancey here. Uh, is an extremely rare Pokemon created when Carbink undergoes a strange mutation. Its glittering pink body is said to be the most beautiful sight in the world. Um, uh, looking at the, uh, the Pokemon website here, if I can find the Deancey part, um, not really much is said about Deancey, which is, is obvious for the, the, uh, the Pokemon website to not divulge much information. Um, just a couple of pictures here and there. Uh, the picture of Deancey on the Pokemon website, I believe, is actually the um, uh, the the shiny version of it because it's a, a it's a white Deancey, not a pink one that you see in the game. Um, so let's see here. It, it's it's a different it, it's it's different definitely. Instead of pink to one is pink, one is kind of like a whitish color. And then again, they could that could just be the difference of the pictures or something like that. Oh, actually that's kind of cool. Cause they're that? basically like a regular diamond is usually clear white color. And mm-hmm. then and you look at like, you know, the special diamonds, you see them pink and all those different colors. Exactly. Um, interesting, like interesting stuff. And I'm sitting here trying to scroll through these pictures to see if anything different comes around other than the fact that it looks kind of like carbink, you know, like a, like a fairy type of thing that was like on top of a piece of carbon and eventually possibly with Vulcanian uh, grew and um, formed into uh, this Deancey. Um, I don't know. I, this, I think this is really cool. I can't wait till they finally actually uh, announce stuff. Like I hate that they announce stuff and then they just don't mention it. Anything about how to get it or this might, this is an in-game event. This is a, you know, you have to buy another game in order to, in order to get this Pokemon, that's how we, that's how we got uh, the Fion egg. I'm sorry. Um, I think that's how we got Manaphy. Actually, I was mistaken before. That's how we got Manaphy into the uh, into the Pokemon games because it was the Pokemon Rangers game. Now that I think about it, uh, where at the end of Pokemon Rangers or something like that, or you got a code or whatever um, from the Pokemon Rangers game. Um, have you ever played any of those? No, you know I never really did. I just remember every once in a while seeing on like the Pokemon anime. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, they showed the rangers, and they, like, w- they waved their little stick around, and that's how they... They didn't capture, <laughs> capture Pokemon. I think they just, like, corralled them, basically. Pretty much. And they, they pretty much only used Pokemon. Um, very similar in, in a case to uh, uh, the guy N from uh, Black and White. Um, 
that he kind of only used Pokemon for smaller things. Like, you know how in, in the, um, did you play through black and white? Yeah, I finished that one. Okay. I, I got farther I, than you did. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> you finished the game. I didn't even touch it. Um, but in, in, I know in black and white and kind of only uses Pokemon from that area. Uh, and that's very similar to what Rangers do. Um, that they only use Pokemon from the area to do something. Uh, I, I don't know how to put it. Um, they're, they're literally like, you know, park rangers, things like that, how they use only like the environment to help themselves doing things. They don't, you know, they try not to destroy the environment, alter the ecosystem, anything like that. And that's what the rangers do as well. And even in the, uh, I think it was a uh, Pokemon rangers and temple of the sea was the movie. Um, and it had a uh, Kyogre and had Manaphy and Fionn and all that stuff in the movie as well. And it was with, uh, obviously, you know, the, the, the crew, Ash, Brock, I think it was yeah. with May and Max as well. Um, how that went along Pokemon like crew. Yeah. They're pretty much like that, that era pro- Pokemon crew, the, the Hoenn Pokemon crew. Um, Hoenn. Yeah. Hoenn. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they for through there they they found out you know about Manaphy things like that, and because of the Rangers, that's how it went into the Rangers game. You put in a code and you get the egg because the egg like falls off, you know, comes onto shore and you find it, and then you can transfer it to the uh, one of the Generation Four games. That's how you get it. Then you breed Manaphy with a ditto. Boom, Fion. Done. <laughs> I was trying to get all of that out of my head. I was like, let me let me try to figure that out. Yeah, but I, I do agree, you know, they they do that a lot. Be like be like, Hey, so there's this Pokemon, it's brand new, you know, it's it's all exciting. We're not gonna tell you anything. Just, just I, hey I hate when they that do Pokemon. that. <laughs> and, and and the thing is that they don't acknowledge the fact that we um we know these things. Like we people find out there's leaked it's leaked online all the time and we know these things already and and then they don't actually like finally just give us the information. Terrible. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> I know, I know. But um, let me go ahead and uh, just uh, reiterate again. Uh, we're broadcasting for uh, Illusion Casts, uh, Broadcasters for a Cure. Um, we're, we're just trying to uh, raise um, we're trying to raise a, a goal of $500 over the next, I believe it's another 12 hours or so. Um, so far, we've raised $129 um, so far this past uh, roughly 12 hours already. Uh, to raise money for uh, Alzheimer's uh, treatment in uh, Canada for the, I keep forgetting the name, for the uh, Canadian Alzheimer's Society. Society. I'll get it right by the end of the show. <laughs> so, uh, so for, tries. right, Alzheimer's Society of Canada. There you go. I read it finally. Uh, so for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada, um, like I said, the goal is $800. Um, Donating at least a dollar for anybody who's listening, donating at least a dollar will definitely help. Uh, none of us earn any of the proceeds from any of this. None of the broadcasters. Uh, we're all just volunteering for this. I just want to give a shout out real quickly to uh, to Illustark Eight, um, who put this whole thing together. He's from. Uh, he's done podcasts all over the place. He's from Illusions Cast, like that's his website thing, illusioncasts.com. Uh, and he he does shows on communities like uh, radio nintendo insider 2 uh including his own uh his own show pokemon mystery universe the pmu podcast um a great kid over there uh he put this together we did something similar last year uh for um for cancer treatment as well i think we raised 85 dollars for that um and so far this time uh with uh another 
bigger person coming in, uh, Tamashi Hiroka, for any of you uh, who have stayed uh, uh, since she was uh, broadcasting, uh, uh, streaming live on her twitch.tv. Uh, she was here before. Um, and so she, uh, definitely during her segment, she raised a, a, a decent amount of money. So obviously with her bigger audience, um, that was definitely a big plus, uh, not only just for, for us in the, in this, uh, you know, networking deal or anything like that, but as far as raising money, definitely want to give her also a shout out to, and just thank her for, uh, for her help for the, the two hours that she uh, streamed for really entertaining. I liked what she did. Uh, and everybody else who's part of this as well. And, uh, thank you for, uh, Renee also for, for helping me out answering my text this morning. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. You want to help me out, man? <laughs> yeah. So not something, you know, you're expecting in the middle of the day, but Hey, right. don't mind. No, but thanks for, <laughs> thanks for being on the show with me so far. Um, so again, anybody who, uh, if you can't donate at, at least a dollar, of course, you know, five, ten, twenty dollars would be awesome. If you can't donate at all, at least share it via Twitter, Facebook, um, any other social networking thing. What, what, what any other social networking avenues you use other than Facebook and Twitter, uh, Renee? Um, I guess there's Tumblr. Tumblr. Who uses MySpace still? Raise your hand. Um, <laughs> I it. have mine. I every still... once in a while I log in and I'm like, oh, I still have this thing. And... I I deleted mine like two years ago, finally. But um, yeah, anybody who, if you can't help uh, with uh, with a monetary donation, then definitely please share it with as many people as you can. Anybody you know who who possibly even could donate a couple of dollars or however much they they feel that um, it's deserving of doing so. Uh, so let's uh, let's continue with let's uh, let's keep talking about. Let's, let's see, where's my notes here? You have the DNC. notes over DNC. Did you so, watch the uh, the video that came out with it? Uh, I I not really. I watched like half of the video because uh, I was like doing other stuff at the same time. Um, but uh, yeah, what, like, what was the video? Just one thing that I found kind of interesting, they're referring to it as a mythical Pokemon, which I don't know if they're that, that means that they're just classifying it differently than legendary or or just maybe the marketing reason, but that might be interesting. Is it, unless it's like a mistranslation kind of deal of, you know, legendary to mythical, but then again, mythical could... It is a fairy Pokemon as well. Well, all I know is at the very beginning, it's like it, what the video says, like a Pokemon so extraordinary, it can only uh, be classified. The, it can only be mythical. It can only be mythical. I, I did. I do remember hearing that part because I kind of only watched the beginning. I didn't get all the way to the very end. Like I said, I was like, busy running around doing other stuff. But that, I mean, that's that could be interesting. That could be something different uh, that Deancey could be. But then again, I feel like Deancey is like the next you know, the next Mew, you know, like the, each generation has their own, like smaller legendary Pokemon thing. Like Mew was the, from the first generation. Celebi was the one for the second generation. And we'll talk about Celebi later on. Um, Jirachi was uh, Hoenn. Jirachi was for Hoenn for, uh, the Sinnoh region. There was, there was three, uh, Azelf, Mesprit and, uh, Yuxi. Unless there was any other ones that I can't think of. All I remember is that I, I never got to play Diamond and Pearl, but um, supposedly, from what I've heard, there were like so many legendaries in that game. Though there were, there were like it wasn't it wasn't like okay, here's like the three or four legendary Pokemon. It was like here's twenty legendary Pokemon. Have at it, and it, it was <laughs> way too many because the legends were good. There was just too many. There really were. Like, I don't uh, remember what it was for black and white, what their tiny legendary was. Um, Unova? 
Anova, whatever, however yeah. you pronounce it. They're tiny legendaries of Victini. Oh yeah. Yeah. What are you See, talking Victini about? Victini to me didn't even look like a legendary. Yeah. I honestly thought he was that um that little mouse Pokemon, the one that glides. Oh. The one that's supposed to be like the you know equivalent of Pikachu, like they always yeah do in every for, for that region. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, like that's what I thought Victini was. To be completely honest, that that, that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, also don't forget Victini was an event Pokemon. Yeah. Usually, event Pokemon are are nine times out of ten legendaries. Not including the Garchomp and Scizor event thing from from Walmart, and you have to buy the game. That was that was stupid. I didn't like that. The, the Walmart event thing that you had to go and buy the games to get the code, and the codes were only available to be used once. Mm, I didn't. I didn't like that. It's okay. Now everyone can have their. Because what Garchomp was originally from Diamond Pearl Sinnoh, wasn't it? Uh, Garchomp was it? is a fourth generation Sinnoh. Yeah. So now at this point, I mean, at the same time, you don't need it anymore. You can just bring him back from thanks to the Pokemon transport. You just bring him from all the way back. True. True. Yeah. Um. But still, like I, I would have uh, much preferred, you know, something uh, instead of like a. A Walmart, a Walmart event type of thing where you have to go and, and buy the game even though you've already purchased the game. Uh, and, and I mentioned this on, on uh, previous episodes of Pokedex Radio where um, you know, it's kind of like a, a slap in the face to anybody who already purchased the game because I pre-ordered my games. You did too, right? Yeah, I did. Exactly. And then, so it's like, okay, anybody who's late to the game, here's something extra. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got here first, let me get something extra first, you know. But then again, at the same time, because I pre-ordered the games, I got like a little like timeline poster thing. Uh, I got another poster, other poster thing as well. Um, got a couple of extra things actually uh, with uh, pre-ordering X and Y. So see, I pre-ordered it online. Which one did I pre-order online? I think I pre-ordered Y because I wanted um, Charizard. Y? No, I don't remember why I wanted Y. But I got that one first. Mm-hmm. Or did I get X first? I don't remember. No, I can go I got back X in, first. I can go I back in my Charizard Amazon. X. Okay. And I couldn't wait. So I ended up like going like down to Walmart and buying um Y, but obviously they didn't have that that thing going on at the time. So. True. Yeah. I mean, that's also the thing, like depending on which game you bought, you got either one. I think like one version had uh, Garchomp and the other version had Scizor. I don't remember which one was which, but still. Um I thought that was also kind of, uh, excuse me, kind of silly. How uh, uh, even? I mean, then again, that's how Pokemon always is. One version always has something you want. Some one version has something you kind of aren't really in favor of. Like honestly, if I could go back, and uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't, but if I could uh, go back and say I would prefer red version over blue version, hands down, I would get red version over blue. Um, just for the some of the Pokemon that are in red version versus the. the you know, the the difference of like six different Pokemon that are in red to blue. Plus Charizard is my favorite Pokemon. Um, so obviously I would have gotten red over blue, but I, I didn't know anything about it at the time. Blue is my favorite color. And, yeah. you know, I was like blue stuff. Okay. Blue Game Boy uh, pocket, blue Pokemon game. Uh, and I just took it off from there. See, I didn't even have, you know, the, you know, Game Boy Pocket. I had like that big, bulky, like yeah, the original Game Boy, mm. <laughs> which I lost like the battery cover. So you know, I had to hold like the batteries in while I'm playing the game. <laughs> oh man, I missed that. Yeah, I actually uh, <laughs> recently purchased one. Um, honestly, maybe two years ago, 
uh, I purchased one uh, off of, was it Amazon? I think it was eBay. It might have been a thrift store. I don't remember. Uh, but I actually found one and, and, and bought one because I never had the original one. I remember people going around playing it. And um, I don't know. I, you know how you can go to a flea market and buy like those types of uh, like knockoff. Most ridiculous uh, things in the world. Yeah, like like the knockoff, like knockoff video games. Like uh, instead of being like a Super Nintendo, it's like a, a, a video game system that has like tons of different like knockoff games instead of being instead of like playing pong asteroids and and something else on like one thing it's like ping um comets and you know something else you know <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly what you mean like yeah. you're just getting like the knockoff stuff but yeah. it almost works as good exactly and that's what i that's thought what, like and that's what's on fire right exactly and then that's what i thought the original game boy was because i was so young i didn't know you know the difference between up and down, you know, barely know how to tie my shoes at the time, obviously. <laughs> but um, I thought the original big brick Game Boy was something different completely because I was like, I thought I had the Game Boy Pocket. I thought I had the original one, and that was something completely different and just not legitimate. Then that's me. See, you know, <laughs> I look at like the Game Boy Pocket, mm-hmm. and that at this point, I'm pretty sure that was a little bit smaller than a, a 3DS. Maybe not actually, but it definitely was smaller than a 3DS XL. A l- little bit. Uh, I'd have to go ahead and grab uh, grab mine out of a, a my closet over here and, and compare them. But yeah, it's about the size of the 3DS XL, maybe a little bit smaller. Um, I mean, it's just a wonder, you know, within 20 years where where the technology went uh, from, you know, like a kind of like a the green, you know, like motherboard looking thing. I don't know. Oh God, that's green. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and, and, then, and then going ahead to touchscreen, you know, f- fantastic colors, 3d, even just absolutely just difference of, of what's going on with, uh, uh, between then and now, just in such a short period of time. I wonder cool. what poke, huh? It's good. I mean, just imagine like you have, you heard about basically the Oculus Rift lately. I've heard of it. Uh, I heard um, uh, some some guys at work um, talking about it, but I don't know what it what it is. Basically, it's like a headset that you put on, and it um it basic from what I understand, it's like you're getting one screen in each eye, and it basically acts like you're really there, and it's giving you the whole 3D experience, and it's yes. really immersing you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I've seen videos of people who are like doing like a roller coaster video or different things using that and like it completely immerses you into it to the point that you know you're actually like feel like you're doing those things so i mean eventually you know you never know pokemon could end up taking that technology where you're actually you're out there running around you actually feel like you're throwing the pokeball or you know you feel like you're walking in the tiny little grass and boom pokemon pops out oh that would be amazing let's talk about that at the end of the at the end of the show it's like that's something I actually want to touch on, like the like kind of the the future, what what we think is going to happen in the fu- in the future of Pokemon. But you know, seeing the seeing the the, the magnificent change of what Pokemon was, the, uh, the oh, let's put it this way, the evolution of what Pokemon was to <laughs> what Pokemon is now, it's just like I honestly wonder if Pokemon started like like a year earlier, what it would what it would have turned out to be because. Um, and we only have like another minute or so before we go to a music break. But um, I uh, Illus Dark Eight, the the guy who created all of this stuff, he was telling me that um, Nintendo of America wanted to make Pokemon more. Um, 
I, I forgot how he put it, but uh, it was like more like muscular, more menacing looking and everything. And he sent me a picture of like a ripped Pikachu, you know, and he's like, he's like something like this. And I was like, that is, that would not even be Pokemon anymore. That's just monsters fighting each other. Even though that's exactly well, what know, Pokemon that is. That makes me think of like Dragon Ball Z. Maybe they were trying to jump on that bandwagon originally. Uh, maybe that makes sense. Um, crazy seeing a, you know, Pikachu going Super Saiyan or something like that. <laughs> that would have been awesome, though. I would have enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. At, at least at that age, I would have been like, oh, man, Super Saiyan Pikachu, let's go. Exactly, and that's the thing. Like, If Nintendo would have gone that route, and, and let, let's bring back this conversation once we come back from the break, but if Nintendo would have gone that route with things, I think it would have turned out to be something similar to like a Digimon and kind of like dying out a little bit. You never know. I, I don't know. Yeah, but, it probably would have. I miss Digimon too. I miss it. I have some Digimon music we'll be playing later on today. But um, so uh, let's just go to a quick break again. Uh, those of you who uh, can donate, please go ahead and do so. If you head over to uh, illusioncasts.com/radio, there is a, a banner over on the left hand side. There, you can go ahead and click over to that. It'll take you to another website where you can go ahead and donate. Um, we're gonna do a uh, maybe a ten twelve minute break here. Um, with uh, a little bit, a little bit of music here. Let me uh, just let you know what songs we're going to be playing. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, the Mewtwo Strikes Back Suite. Definitely a classic there. Uh, three classics in a row, pretty much. Uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back Suite. Uh, the theme music from the original movie. Um, the Legend Comes to Life. Uh, the kind of the theme song from the second Pokemon movie, and then medley from Spell of the Unknown. Obviously, the main theme, uh, classical medley of the third Pokemon movie. Um, the Entei one, wasn't it? Yeah, the Entei one. Yeah, definitely. Um, three of the greatest movies I've ever watched, especially the first one. This, the first one blew my mind when I watched that, and uh, I, I did cry. <clears throat> Anyways. Oh, yeah, I see. <laughs> when he's raining in and Pikachu. Yeah. No, no. Don't even, don't even make me remember that. That's terrible. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so, uh, so we'll, uh, we'll see you after the break over here. All right, Renee. Well, I'm going to mute everything. So. All right, and we're back. All right, um, that was again. That was the uh, the scores from the first three Pokemon movies. Um, Pokemon uh, the Mewtwo Strikes Back, Sweet Pokemon the Movie Two Thousand, uh, The Legend Comes to Life, and as well um, the uh, the medley from Spell of the Unknown, uh, which is the uh, the two thousand two movie uh, featuring Entei. Great Pokemon music. the movie 2000 was the Lugia one, is that correct? Yes, it was. Okay, yeah, just trying to remember which one was which. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one where uh, Slow King and he doesn't have pants and that, that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that one, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's see here. Actually, funny enough, um, I think it was like late 2012, uh, not to get political or anything, but late 2012, I actually um, tweeted about it when I when I saw it happen. Um, do, do you, have you watched The, uh, the Daily Show with Jon Stewart? Yeah. Okay. Great show. Um, he. Okay. Do you remember the the presidential candidate for the Republican Party, uh, Herman Cain? Yeah. Here, here, and uh, for those of you like obviously outside the United States, presidential elections happened back in two thousand and twelve um, for the Republican Party, or the what we call also the also known as like the right wing, more conservative party. Um, it was one of the candidates. His name was Herman Cain, uh, and as his, um, you know. I don't want to say farewell speech because that just sounds weird, but um, his his one of his final speeches, as you know, he was stepping down from being a candidate. Was um, he he had said, you know, I I heard, you know, uh, 
I just want to, you know, give you some, you know, just end everything with some nice words and blah, blah, blah. Um, that I heard these movies from the Pokemon movie. Life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible. It's never easy when so much is on the line. And I saw that and John Stewart did it a lot better, which was insane because if you heard any of the Pokemon music, there was a song by Donna Summer from this second movie uh, where she sings life can seem uh, no uh, life can be a challenge life can seem impossible and she does the whole thing and it's the end from the ending credits of the pokemon movie and it's from the soundtrack as well i should have should have it to play it but i don't um see these are all behind me but i just thought that was amazing how a presidential candidate can can kind of go the way of the pokemon route as like instead of saying you know if if uh you know you should vote for me because you know I choose you or something like that. Something something <laughs> silly, <laughs> you know. But I thought, I thought that was uh, that was that was funny that 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 happened back in the day. But let's uh, let's go back to to what we were doing again. This is for uh, we we're broadcasting on illusioncasts dot com slash radio. Uh, we are raising f- uh, money for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. Got it right that time. Um, so far at the beginning of the show, uh, we started off with uh, roughly $129 raised so far and go ahead and try to, uh, try to, uh, uh, refresh the page over here to see how much, if we've raised anything at all, let's see here. Nope, nothing yet. Uh, but, uh, there's still another, uh, roughly 11, 12 hours left. So there's always much more time we're trying to, we have a goal of $500 trying to raise, uh, by the end of, um, this event. So every, every dollar counts. It really does. And again, like I mentioned to you before, um, if there's no way that you can actually donate, if you either, you know, you just can't, you're too young, whatever it may be, um, share the links with everybody. Again, that's illusioncasts.com slash radio. And if you're on the IRC chat, there should be something there that, that a link somewhere, uh, or if you just go again, that's illusioncasts.com slash radio. Uh, to go ahead and check all that stuff out and share it with your friends, share it with anybody who you know who could, um, who could donate something, or just share it with other people who can share it. Again, two people tell two people, or one person tells two, two tell four. Eventually, somebody's gonna go ahead and help raise money for uh, Alzheimer's treatment. So, uh, let's get started with our next topic here. Let's see what we're what we're talking about here. Pokemon Radio, or no, Pokemon po- Bank. Pokemon Sorry. Bank, yes. Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. Too excited for the wrong thing. <laughs> it's fine. That's how the show works, pretty much. I get too excited, and then I forget what I'm talking about. It always happens. Um, uh, listeners, like regular listeners of the show who've listened to me for like the, the four years now that I've been doing this have know exactly how that is, so don't worry about it. Um, so let's see here. We, um, we have Craig over here in the IRC chat. Craig from the Facebook um, those of you who listen to Pokedex Radio or you or like us on Facebook um, should know who Craig is. He's always po- he always posts uh, awesome things over there on the Facebook. Uh, he um, he's over here on the IRC chat, uh, and he said um, he was asking me uh, if I got Cerebi from the Pokemon Bank. Uh, no, Craig, I did not because I have not picked up my DS in a while. Renee, take it away. <laughs> Since you're no, the one who I actually, did. <laughs> you did. Yes. So Renee did. Um, explain to us how your experience was with the Pokemon Bank so far. I mean, it's not bad. I'm. It's is basically just like the PC when you you know go into the game itself. Um, the thing, obviously, 
Well, you need a new, what is it, the new Nintendo ID that they've come out with? A Nintendo Network ID, yeah. Yeah, you obviously need that, but you need that anyways to download it in the first place. True. But uh, once you do get the app, the application, I think it's called an application in this case. What do they call them on the Nintendo DS? Um, I want to say apps, because I've heard people saying apps. Um, Let's just call them apps for here on out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you just download it just like normal, and when you actually run it, it asks you to log in with your Nintendo um nintendo id and then from there you just whatever game you have in it you just choose that game and when you actually start up the game it'll ask you oh is this the game you want to use with the bank just hit yes or no whatever and then from there like what's her name bridget the girl i don't remember runs all of it who invented it i I think it might be it might be a bridget if anybody can uh, help correct us over here yeah, well, she um she appears and she just tells you, "Hey, thank you for using my, you know, Poke- Pokemon Bank. Here, I'll give you a choice of either a hundred Pokemiles or ten battle points." I took the battle points just because supposedly you can use those for items. Seem more useful useful for me. Yeah. Anyways, from there you go back to your Pokemon Y or at Pokemon X game, depending on what you have, right. and you ha- you get a new um option when you first start the game. Usually, you know how it usually says options, um. What is it? Oh, it's a new uh, new new game settings options. There you go. That yeah. Whole thing, yeah. Now you get one that says uh, Pokemon Link. Oh. And then on that one, you go in there and it asks you, do you want to link this up with your bank or some similar verbiage? And oh, retrieve data using Pokemon Link. That's what it says. Hit yes, and it sends you the Pokemon, uh, the either the Pokemiles or the battle points that you got okay. from Bridget. Then. I don't know if you have to go into the game I went back into just in case to make sure I had all that. Mm-hmm. And then I saved my game. And then I got back out, went back to the Pokemon Bank, and you do it again. And this time when you go in, she says, oh, hey, for using you know my Pokemon Bank so much, I got you a special gift. Here, have this Celebi. Ah. And uh, it sends it directly to your game. And again, you do the same thing when you go back to X and Y. Just go to the Pokemon Link, retrieve data using Pokemon Link. And when you finally go into your game, it's going to be in whatever first open box you have in your bank. Okay. In your bank inside the game, not like the Pokemon bank. Okay, so um, in your PC. Your in your PC, yeah. Yeah, it'll be in the first open box, open space in whatever box, and it's just there. Your little Celebi. And I don't remember what moves it has. It's all uh, normal uh, type moves. That's what I'm sure of. Uh, normal type? Okay, that's fine. Um, well, regardless, still, I thought that was uh, that was interesting because... um. Like uh, you mentioned, uh, Poke Miles or uh, ten battle points. Uh, battle points are, I, I would feel, a little easier to come by than uh, than Poke, uh, Poke Miles. Then again, I have no idea what Poke Miles are. Uh, I know it was like an online thing with the Dream Radar and all that stuff from X and Y. Um, and I'm not X and Y. I mean, uh, Black and White and Black and White Two. Um, never really used any of the the online applications uh, like the Dream Radar and all that stuff. And I think it was something else beforehand as well. Uh, did you ever use any of those things? No, I always wanted to because I know you supposedly could get free legendaries out of it. The um, tornado-looking guy. I know there were wind tornadoes. I think think it's something like that. Tornadoes or something like that. I don't. I don't know fifth gen too well. Yeah, but I remember like you could get them, and I wanted to get them, but I didn't never actually. And I think they cost money, so I wasn't like I'm like oh I have to pay for you. I don't want to do this. That's (laughs) kind of weird. Like yeah, I mean. If it did cost money, then I would say, heck no, no way. I mean, obviously the Pokemon Bank costs money, um, but it's, what, $5 a year? Even yeah. if I'm not going to use it, I don't mind, you know, handing over $5 a year to uh, a company that I definitely support, 
have supported for many years now. Uh, and it's, and, and, and would, I don't mind it pretty much. That's all I'm trying to say. Like I wouldn't mind spending $5 for a service, even if I don't use it right off the bat. Like maybe let's say, you know, a couple of years from now I start, you know, catching more Pokemon, obviously being now, uh, what is it? A uh, 721 Pokemon now. And I don't remember exactly how many you can store in your video game uh, itself. But uh, I remember back in the day, it was only 300 you can have in a, in a game because it was uh, 30, uh, was, uh, 10 boxes of 30 or something like that. Like, yeah, I I'm think talking, it's still something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm talking about the, like, the original games too. Like I'm talking black and white. Where you had to save every time you moved from box to box was ridiculous. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, those days. Um, but um, but yeah, like for a space of three thousand, and I'm sure one day they're going to be like, okay, um, so now if you want six thousand or even ten thousand spaces here, you know, you can pay this extra amount, um, which is fine as long as it's like a yearly thing, like they've been doing. I wouldn't mind. I would not mind at all spending a little extra cash. Especially, like oh. I said, for something I support. Yeah, that's not that bad at all. So I have this LB open now. Yeah. Open up my game. Okay. Yeah, it's it's um the moves it has because it comes with recovery, heal bell, safeguard, and hold back. Hold back. I know hold back was supposed to be a special move. I, I think it was supposed to be a special move. Uh, can you uh, can you go into the move and see what uh what what the move does itself? Physical attack, power forty, accuracy one hundred. User holds back when it attacks, and the target is left with at least one HP. Also, it's a oh, it's like Pokemon catching move. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Um, uh, what, what's the move that a lot of the uh, uh, like the false swipe? False swipe. That's it. It's one of those. That's right. I remember that. I think false swipe also has uh, roughly like a forty, uh, forty uh, attack power as well. Uh, it's something pretty low. Obviously, to catch a Pokemon, you don't want to faint it. You'd think that yeah. an attack like that would be a lot stronger because of, of what it's supposed to be used for, but... No, yeah, that, that, but I mean, when you look at it, you know, you could be using, like, let's say a level 100 Celebi. True. And you need to catch, like, a shiny that just popped up out of nowhere that's, like, level 2. Yeah, true. <laughs> and what level does the Celebi come at? It's 10. Level 10? Yeah. A lot of work for this guy. Yeah. I, I That's the thing. Like, I, I like when legendaries come at like lower levels because then there's the potential then to train them. But me, personally, I never train legendaries. Like, legendary Pokemon, honestly, if they didn't exist, I wouldn't miss them. But the fact that I, I'm more of a... That's what the whole basis of Pokemon is. is it's collecting uh, things. I would prefer just the level 100 legendary so it can have a nice, you know... Level, Pokemon. yeah, like level one hundred. It's it's legendary. It's good. I'm gonna leave it in in the uh, uh in the in the PC or, or now the Pokemon Bank and let it just look stand there and look pretty, pretty much. You know. Yeah. Like, I, see, um, I I would do that, but well, uh, you know what? Yeah, I, I would do that for majority of the time. But I know back in uh, Ruby and Sapphire, that Rayquaza, that was that was my best friend. That was my buddy because he yeah. had um. I remember, first of all, he, he levitated because he was, like, flying type, yes. flying and dragon. Yeah. And then he I gave him, like, flamethrower, ice beam, uh, thunderbolt. Yeah, thunderbolt. And then I want to say it was, like, surf. So, basically, he had everything covered. He was, like, my go-to guy when I went to, you know, when I was, like, just farming, like, trying to train in the Elite Four or whatever I did. Yeah. Just he was my guy I went to all the time. True. That or my Blaziken, because... I love Blaziken. Oh yeah, Blaziken was good back in those games. And uh, Craig uh, over here on the IRC chat also mentioned he said, uh, "Austin, I don't use the legendary. I I also don't use the legendary Pokemon. I keep them in the uh, in the PC because like 
and I'll, and I'll be honest, um, back in the day, I, in, in like Ruby Sapphire days, I did use my Kyogre like crazy. That was, you know, he was when I, my double team battles, he was with Gardevoir using you know, Gardevoir using thunder, him coming in with surf or, or whatever other move I had. I taught him my Gardevoir and my, my Kyogre and, or my Kyogre and my, um, uh, Ludicolo also were like, ah, uh, Ludicolo. I yeah. miss that guy. I, I, I think love I have a Lombre l- right now, and I, I need to breed him to get myself a Ludicolo again. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, to, like, raise one all the way through, yeah. Like, cause I, I really want to, like, I love my Ludicolo so much, because I, I took the time, and, and I raised, I, I think I think, I think think mine is actually a girl. Like, I raised her from, I, like, I breeded her, I got exactly what I wanted, Um, didn't really do much IV breeding back then, because I didn't, didn't understand it. I, EV training was, was fine. Um, but I raised her from uh, a level five back in the, back then it was level five, not level one, uh, eggs, but I raised her all the way through. And I think she's roughly high seventies to low eighties. I never raised her all the way through to a hundred. You going to try and, uh, transfer her now that we've got the Pokemon transfer too. I want to, but it's just such a tedious process. <laughs> like, like come on if that's your baby exactly and because that's just the thing like i i raised a, a hound uh, a hound doom a hound hour to hound doom in these games ev trained all the way exactly what i wanted the same the the right ability the right um uh, uh attributes and everything that i wanted for my uh, hound hour i caught it the, the way i wanted it and i raised it all the way ev training through um the uh the mini games and everything super training and everything but at the same time, I had one from years ago that I remember. Uh, EV, um, I remember breeding for it. I didn't IV breed because I didn't know how to do it very well. Um, yeah. But I bred for it. I wanted a certain. I had to have a male, and it had to have a certain um, uh, nature and everything. I, I think it was. Uh, it wasn't. I think it was modest. I think it was modest. Whichever raises uh, special attack and lowers regular attack. Um, I wish I could tell you which one. I was never good with those. I, I think. I think it's modest. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's modest. Uh, and so I raised it to have, you know, I, I bred it so it has modest, it has, you know, everything. But silly me, I wasn't thinking. And it has, uh, it doesn't have the flash fire ability where, you know, you get hit by a fire type attack and then you now you're immune plus your special attack or your fire type attacks now are stronger. I raised, oh. my, yeah, I raised, uh, accidentally it has um early bird or something like that. Which is the uh, the one oh. where it, it, yeah it doesn't fall asleep right away or it wakes up immediately after falling asleep or whatever uh, and it it has that so I'm, now I'm like that one I know is like roughly early 90s I didn't I've never raised a Pokemon in the past few years at least to level all the way to level 100 um, but like I raised that one as as much as I could and like it's not the right one that I want though that's the thing like it's it doesn't have the right um, uh, character, not a characteristic, but it doesn't have the right uh, ability or anything. So, like, what I don't. I don't you have right now. Then the one I have right now, the one I have right now, is much stronger than the one I had before. Even though its level is lower, once it once they, like, if you go into like a battle like online or whatever, and it matches them to fifty, the one I have now is definitely stronger than the one I had before. So you know that that being, uh, see, I want to transfer all my Pokemon. The the games that matter, like my Ruby version that had my my uh, Blaziken with Rock Slide, which at the time was you know that was amazing to have a Rock Slide on a Blaziken. I remember that, yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I wish I could do that, but I lost that game, or 
I don't even know where that game is anymore. But um, so like basically at this point, yeah, it'd just be for like the old games, just to bring the legendary. It just well, actually, it'd be just for the Pokedex at this point. Exactly, and and that's that's really I think the main reason they did that because there's still a lot of Pokemon you cannot get in X and Y, and you have to have the the Poke Transporter and the Pokemon Bank in order to use it. And that's one that would be the reason I use the Pokemon Bank is for my legendaries. I have twenty four legitimate Mews sitting in boxes. <laughs> I actually lost. I ended up losing six of them, so I only have eighteen now. I don't know where they went. Oh, oh I'm happened. sorry. You know, you're I, down to eighteen. Whatever. I've never had a mew in a single game I've had. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened. I ended up losing six of them. Uh, it was uh, during an event that they were doing here in the states. At, uh, you know, participating in Toys R Us stores, um, where you bring your. It was back in the Game Boy Advance days. You bring your game, and then you get to. Uh, they they have like either I think it's uh, two or three cartridges full of mews. That's, that's all that was in there. Uh, and then, so they did the event. Uh, I remember actually seeing some kids I knew from high school there. I was like freaked out. Cause that was like, I was like embarrassed to play Pokemon back in the day. Um, like, I don't care now. Like you see me at work. I don't, I, I don't care. I have a Charizard, you know, by my name tag and everything. Yeah. Um, but like I went, I got my one Mew and there was a su- surprisingly long line of like old people there doing it too. Um, like, like like businessmen like dudes in their like 50s and 60s that are like yeah i play pokemon when i'm in the airplane flying first class to between business meetings and i was like cool yeah i was like cool (laughs) i guess pokemon really is for everybody um and uh so i got my got my one mew i left and i was like listen if i come back tomorrow and there's nobody here is there any way i could you know get a couple of extra mews and they're like yeah (laughs) sure you know just come over if there's nobody here we're just gonna we're not going to, we're not going to do anything with any of these. It's no use to them. So I was like, yeah, sure. Come back tomorrow. So I came back, I came back the next day and I ended up getting 24 uh, more Mews, um, six for each game pretty much. Yeah. I went and I caught a bunch of like Pidgeys and stuff like that and just traded it all over. And it took me like a good half an hour. I remember that was a good day. That really was. You're basically that guy who shows up, you know, kind of shady looking, just walk up. Hey, Hey, <laughs> Can I get a few more Muse? Come on. <laughs> Pretty much. That, that, that was me. <laughs> and uh, at first they were like, they were kind of like iffy about it, but they were like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter to us anyways. Why not? So it, that worked out in, in, in the best anyway. So I, I enjoyed that time and I don't know how I lost six. I think I restarted the game. Um, oh, I think I remember how. Um, back when I first started Pokedex Radio, um, I did a giveaway event thing for a Jirachi. Um, and no, it shouldn't have been that way because I remember not seeing them then either. I don't know. It was my Ruby game. I think I either restarted my Ruby game or something happened and they just all just disappeared. But I think I still have at least, if I remember correctly, there should only be like another six left. There should be somewhere. My poor muse. <laughs> and this is Craig, right? XY 2013? Yes, that is Craig. Yeah, and I I didn't get a chance to usually really actually use the transporter, but yeah, like he says, it looks like it it works off of whatever box one is in your black and white game or black and white two, whatever's in that it gets transported directly to your bank. Oh, so it's only the hang on, let me read this. Um, this will be work. Poke transporter will only look in box one of Pokemon Black, and players would have to move Pokemon. That's even more work. I thought it was. It was it was already a tedious process that it seemed like it was going to be. Now it's even more work. Like, because that's the thing. Like, 
finally were able to bring Pokemon back from Generation 3 and on. Because um, obviously Generation 1 and 2 can only trade between each other. Generation yeah. 3 cannot trade anything beforehand. It's only Generation 3 and up now, which is nice. Like I said, bringing back old Pokemon, you know, Pokemon from um, uh, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Fire Red, and Leaf Green from the Generation 3 games. But it's such a tedious process because you have to go from those games to the Pal Park and the fourth generation games and from the Pal Park to whatever the next thing was for the fifth generation games then from fifth to this one. But on the plus side, you are, you know, mass transporting. There's not like, oh, I can only do six at a time and I'm limited by um daily or wasn't there one that was weekly? No, that, no, no, that's it, it was, yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was just daily, but still like if you're trying to mass transport, you can only mass transport once you finally get to the end. So it's kind of a pointless process i think because yeah, but i mean hopefully at least at this point you know a lot of people already true. whatever they want they have it all the way up yeah because they've, they've already yeah because they've already transferred stuff over from beforehand and and thought ahead to bring all their stuff to their newer games that does make sense but somebody like me who was lazy about it and who didn't really care about the poke transporter <laughs> all my stuff is still in another game uh, and yeah, old games have to sit there one day and just Go through it. That's Play that gonna, little mini game in uh, was it black and white that you did the mini game of shooting the pokeballs, I, I, the, like catapult thing? I think. Yeah, black and white. I think black and white too. Oh, the I exact same thing. <laughs> I've never because you know you know me. I've never played. I mean, I played black and white. Yeah, but I never actually like got into playing black and white or black and white too. I don't think I've even opened those. Um, like I did with X and Y. Like I actually like sat down and played it because like. I'm like, look, I had this podcast. I have to at least sound smart when I'm talking about Pokemon uh, stuff. Uh, so let me not sound stupid when I'm when I'm recording my podcast and actually uh, know what I'm talking about when I do. But, yeah, um, but um, it's it's not. Well, I mean, like the the mini game isn't bad because the way it works, and I'm not sure if you really like looked into it. Basically, the rarer the Pokemon is. Like, they're hopping around the screen, and you have to try and, like, shoot these little catapulty things at them. You yeah. take Pokeball on a catapult. Yeah. and you, Or, like, well, more like a slingshot, Slingshot, actually. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're, like, trying to hit them, but the rarer the Pokemon is, the quicker it's hopping around the place. So, I mean, you get, like, a legendary, like, a Palkia or Dialga mm-hmm. thing. is like, flying all over the place. You get something <laughs> like Slowpoke, which... Literally, literally it will be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um... But yeah, that that uh, that does make sense. But at at the very least, uh, in those games, uh, when when you transfer stuff, like they don't just disappear. Like they like if you if you can't get it, try again. That's fine. You'll eventually get it. It'll take you maybe a try or two. It's not yeah. going to just go away and not ever. Like you won't get that opportunity to go ahead and ever get your Pokemon back again because that would suck. Yeah. And uh, Craig says again, I'm currently moving uh, Pokemon from box two to box one, then to open the po- and then opening the Poke Transporter. Uh, it seems like it's a bit of a little bit of an extra process to do, but I mean, eventually we're all going to have all of our stuff in the bank, and hopefully, whatever they decide to do new won't corrupt that data, won't corrupt, and won't have an extra tedious process to do it. Hopefully, all future Pokemon games are linked to the bank in one way or another that would make a lot of sense and not have to go through all of these things again. Now I will add something that I, I read this up on like the Pokemon Reddit, you know, Reddit there. Yeah. Like they were saying that, and I'm not sure if this is true cause I haven't looked into it yet. And it probably says it in the frequently asked questions for the Pokemon bank. Yeah. But, um, 
if you don't like if your trial expires and you don't buy a subscription, whatever Pokemon that are in the bank that you have there get deleted. That would so be terrible. Yeah, so basically you have to keep your subscription going. Yeah, but Which, I mean, isn't that bad? You know, cause yeah, I mean, that, that would... What, it's five, six bucks? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, four ninety. I think it's four ninety nine. I mean, still, yeah. it, it, would, it would make sense that that would happen, but at the same time, if you know it's only a trial subscription, why would you store all of your Pokemon? Like, that's the thing. Like, why would you store your Pokemon up there anyways if it's only trial? Yeah. And then again, I can I could I can understand the fact that like okay, let me put them up there so I know that they're somewhere safe, and then at a future time I can come back. But then you're still using their service to store stuff. Yeah, I, that makes sense. I, I would I would say delete them. I, I would be on Pokemon side if if that's the way it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but, although um, from what I'm reading, it's like there's like is a grace period like after your child expires where you can go in and, like, get rid of your stuff before it gets deleted. Uh-huh. Um, there's no real, like, amount of how long it is. They just, they're just, like, grace period. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that's good to know. That. Well, um, those of you who have not downloaded the Pokemon Bank yet, go ahead and do so. It is finally out uh, all over the world now. Um, thankfully, Nintendo didn't uh, um, die again. And <laughs> <laughs> so... All right, uh, uh, see you later, Craig. Craig is leaving uh, for the IRC chat over here. Either way, we're going to go ahead and take another quick break over here. Uh, let's see, what are we playing this break? What did I say we were going to play? Sonic. Sonic, yes. Uh, Sonic uh, City, uh, the uh, Escape from the City, and also a, a song from a, honestly, one of my favorite movies ever, the Digimon movie. Uh, the song, uh, it's uh, Let's Kick It Up. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, let's play those, uh, let's, let's play some music here. That is honestly one of my favorite songs from the Digimon movie. Renee, you know, it's a good go. song, but I'm going to be honest. The Sonic, that that one just gives me nostalgia. Even though it's not one of the old games. Yeah. It just, you know, because I played Sonic Generations that has so much, you know, callbacks to the original games. True. And that song's in there. So, uh, that one, that one, that's a good song to me. But, no, the Digimon one's great, too, because... And also nostalgia. All of it's just great. Yeah, Wonderful. Like, like I was, I was like, I didn't know which Digimon song because I wanted at least one Digimon song because when I'm at work, I have my headphones plugged in. You always see me listening to music at work. I, yeah. I really because I've been listening to the Digimon soundtrack over and over again every day. <laughs> like, and I wanted to put one of them in there just because it's been stuck in my head and I knew I would enjoy it and I would hopefully everybody else would enjoy it as well. Listening to a, a song that's not exactly just Pokemon, but a little bit of differences here and there. Um, so uh, uh, one more time, since we're back from the uh, from the break here, um, uh, we're broadcasting uh, live on illusionscast.com slash radio, where we're raising money for the Alzheimer's, uh, man, I keep forgetting the name. The uh, Alzheimer's Al- Association of Canada? No, no, that's no, no, it's written over here. Um, Alzheimer's Society of Canada. Um, Society. Our, our, Society of Canada, yeah. <laughs> our, our goal here is to raise uh, $500 uh, for um, for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. Uh, so far, we've raised $129. Uh, still, we haven't really moved much in the past hour or so. Um, but still, that, that's fine. You know, I'm sure everybody is at least sharing the links. Uh, I keep seeing my stuff being retweeted and stuff like that, so that's always that's always nice to see. Uh, it was great also to see uh, uh, Craig from the Facebook, uh, who's my Facebook um, helper person. Um, he's always helped me out posting links, things like that. Uh, it was nice to see him uh, in the IRC chat a little earlier today. Um, well, like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so um, let's get on to our, our next little topic here uh, where it didn't highlight. 
Oh well. Oh, I unhighlighted. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So uh, I wasn't feeling that color. I just didn't like it in the end. I, uh, I wanted to actually highlight it, but instead I just changed the color of the words, which oh, okay. really wasn't what I wanted. Yeah, to do I noticed at all. that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U and the Nintendo 3DS. When I when I first found out that they were going to be putting it on both systems, blew my mind. Like I was like, finally, because. You know, you've seen a lot of the old games like Ocarina of Time, uh, Majora's Mask, uh, and and other Nintendo or even you know GameCube games coming th- to the Nintendo 3DS um, from Legacy Systems or considered I mean, now Legacy Classical Classic Systems, um, even though they were only a, they're only a couple of years old. And this makes me feel old saying that. But what do you think? Finally, to the Nintendo 3DS. I like it. I'm happy about it. I mean, it's going to be obviously. From what they say, it's going to be a different game. Well, it's the same game, but at the same time, it's different between the 3DS and the um, Wii U versions. But I I definitely am looking forward to it. But that's probably going to be the game that's going to get me to buy a Wii U at this point, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, because I I don't own the Wii U yet, which I've mentioned uh, on the Pokedex Radio podcast before. But um, uh, as far as getting it for the 3DS, like... What, what I do all the time, and, and there was somebody at work I was talking to last night who was like, why would you buy both X and Y, or why would you buy both versions of the games? Well, I'm a, I'm a collector. I like collecting all Pokemon stuff. So even with this, I, I love the Super Smash Brothers games. I've been playing it since the Nintendo 64, um, and we're playing it over at friends' houses before I even had an, uh, an N64, uh, and then eventually um, uh, having my parents, uh, obviously I was like, what? 10 11 years old having my parents purchase one for me afterwards so definitely a great game uh, i played the the melee for the gamecube and uh brawl for the nintendo wii all great games i honestly i preferred i prefer melee over all of them i think um even though brawl was a lot of fun uh, i i wanted to see it on a handheld system because that's my preferred way of playing games is handheld um I, I don't know about you, but I wanted to see something different. And, and you also had mentioned that it, that they're saying that it might be a different type of game. Um, can can you elaborate on it a little bit? Because I've I haven't done much reading up on news or anything. So what, well, what did all you I know hear? is um first of all, Axite's connected during like your whole little spiel right there. So yeah. I have no idea what you said. Oh. I'm assuming you were just talking <laughs> about the game and you know go. I, I, last thing I heard was you talking about you know playing with your friends. Which that's exactly how you know I used to be. With yeah, Super yeah, Smash that, pretty much pretty much what I said. Yeah. Um, but from what I understand, I mean, it's basically the same game, but obviously, like, different stages are going to be, like, exclusive for either, um, 3DS or, or, uh, Wii U. I think the characters are supposed to be, you know, those are the same either way, but, uh, the graphics themselves obviously aren't going to be the same. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, I don't know entirely, like, you know how they are, they don't completely uh elaborate yeah yeah, i know that they always do that and i mean but that makes sense from a handheld system to a console system the game isn't going to be the exact same um because i remember i mean because nintendo is notorious for doing things like that um i don't know if you ever if you ever played uh mario tennis back in the day i have i think i played it like once or twice but it was like when they have like the demos over in the stores okay um and and I'm talking like Nintendo 64 Mario Tennis. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I haven't played that in 64 one. Okay, the Nintendo 64 one was an amazing game. The very first uh no, I'm not going to say the very first game, but um I'll say this, the very first game other than Pokémon that I really put myself into and I really 
went into and tried to get everything like I did with all of the old Pokemon games, trying to catch all 150 Pokemon, um, well, 151, including Mew, but of course we couldn't get Mew back in the day unless you did that little fly to Cinnabar Island and talk to the old guy who teaches you to play, teaches you how to catch Pokemon, that whole deal. Or unless you get like 24, like some people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the newer generations. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, yeah, like the, the difference between the, cause there was a, a Game Boy Color version of, uh, a Super Mario, uh, I, think, I don't know if it's Super Mario Tennis or just Mario Tennis. There was a, there was a Nintendo 64 version and then there was a Game Boy Color version. The Game Boy Color version, I wore out that game. I loved that game so much. If I wasn't playing Pokemon, I was playing, um, uh, Mario Tennis for the Game Boy Color. That game was, spectacular to me like honestly because of that game like i I know you know there's difference in rules and things like that uh between one game and the other but like the like the real um like the like real tennis and everything but that's kind of kind of how i learned how like how scoring works in tennis you know there's like zero points then there's like uh 15 then 30 then 40 uh and then when you tie it's called like love or something or zero is called love Um, love. yeah and like stuff like that like I learned that from playing the video game, and then when I, I started like dabbling in tennis a little bit in high school, um, and uh, I, I knew kind of how the game worked, and people were a little bit surprised at that, and I was like, I kept my mouth shut. I didn't want to be like, I learned this from a video game, you know? But um, but hey, that game was really one that's that I live life exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that's how that's how a lot of my uh, that's that's how the experience was for me for that game, and the game was similar to like how Pokemon was to Pokemon stadium, like the handheld games to Pokemon stadium. And I feel like this is going to be something similar, Like there's going to be some sort of, you know, like super training for X and Y. That's what it's going to be similar. Like I, this is, this is my opinions only, um, like super training on the game boy. Uh, I'm just a game boy. Look, look, listen to me, uh, on the, uh, on the 3ds version. And then once you actually get to the console version, it's more like the regular game. That's how I feel. Maybe it's going to be different than that. What no, are your thoughts? Uh, the one thing I will say, though, that will be a, a well, no matter what's going to be different, is like the multiplayer, like actually sitting there because sit well, although sitting it, yeah, well, either way, both of them are going to have online play. Oh yeah, but you know, you're used to when you play because I always remember my days in the GameCube playing melee, melee, however you want to pronounce it, melee, yeah, um, Super Smash Brothers melee. Where you're sitting, I would just sit in there with a group of friends. We're all just playing on the, you know, crouched around the TV. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to play. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but that's going to be different when you're, like, with a 3DS because you're just going to be on your one screen, tiny screen. Well, not that tiny if you have a 3DS XL. Yeah. But um, you're going to be sitting there on that little screen. And it's still obviously going to be, you know, like a party. You're playing with friends. But it's not going to be, like, the same experience from back you know, in the GameCube days and things like that. Of course. But then again, you know, that's, that's the whole idea of nostalgia. Cause we were a lot younger at the time. We were, you know, we had a lot more fun doing things. Now we're more jaded, you know, and, and we're older and cynical and things like that. And, and we still have fun with the games like, and everything like that. But, um, and I don't know if you were trying to get at this with, uh, with, uh, your point there, but I feel that it was it, because of the online community that we have. And of course we're, you know, part of that um you know with with our you know the new media things like podcasts and and youtube videos instead of listening to radio and watching tv you know um with the new way of playing video games is like everything is online there's no more of that like you're next to that person and you know 
you're sitting there playing, you know, Mario Kart and you're, you know, moving the controller back and forth to turn left and right instead of moving the joystick, you know, um, which is something I did a lot. Um, <laughs> but I mean, but, but still it's like, there, there, obviously there's not that, you know, person to person, you know, that, that more human feel to things. Um, and I think that's a lot, something that we kind of take it, take advantage of these days, but you know, you know, with Pokemon, you're not trading to that person that's next to you because of the court. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not racing against that person that's next to you, like super, uh, super Mario Kart or Mario Kart. Um, you're not fighting against that person in, in smash brothers next to you or like your neighbor came over or your friends from school came over nothing like that. Uh, not anymore. At least now, there could be that experience still, but you would have to buy like a $50 controller, which is like you, you live at home. You have a Wii U, you have your own controller. You have your own stuff over there. Why come over when you're, you know, when we don't have the means. That is true. Yeah, yeah. But, but at uh, the same time, it was always fun when you know you're you're sitting there because with my group of friends at the time, there was the one guy who played Samus, and he was that guy who just sat in like the corner of the map, you know, yeah. fully charged the cannon, and just as soon as you know someone ran by, boom, just let off that cannon. And it was always fun because you could hit that guy right there because he was always being the cheap shot. I, I was the guy to go ahead and uh, stop the guy from doing that because I hate that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I, I always played with, uh, obviously, Pikachu. I played with a lot constantly, obviously being, you know, a huge Pokemon fan. You can you can tell we're doing this on the Pokedex Radio podcast, you know. So being a huge Pokemon fan, I always played with Pikachu. Um, in later games, I played with, uh, with, like, Link and then, like, Toon Link and stuff like that later on. But um, Lucario. Not so much Lucario. I did play with Mewtwo occasionally, and Pichu sometimes. Jigglypuff, eh, maybe. I didn't, you know, I didn't. I like Pichu, but my issue with him was, um, he was so tiny. Like he got knocked around so oh, yeah, easily. He, definitely, yeah, he did. But I did love his Volt Tackle. I think he had Volt Tackle, or maybe yeah. his Headbutt that both of them have. Yeah, I, th- I think it was a Volt Tackle type of attack. Yeah. Um, but you know, speaking of other characters and that, like I'm sitting here looking at, uh, like the. Uh, the Super Smash Brothers Wikipedia and showing and it shows what new characters are going to be in um in uh, in the new games. Uh, there's a uh, the Wii Fit Trainer, um, which is interesting because obviously Nintendo stuff you know bringing it all in. You know there was always uh, you know characters from other Nintendo games. Like the very first one was uh, the the special Nintendo. Uh, you know you know kind of other character was um, was Ness. Uh, in uh, yeah. Super Smash Brothers Melee, I forgot who the special character there was. Uh, Melee had Marth and Roy from Fire Emblem. That's I think right. That was yeah, their Mar- big uh, one. Marth and Roy, and I think uh, Mewtwo was also one of the one of the more difficult ones to obtain as well. Um, yeah. So here is all uh, the Wii Fit trainer from the the Wii Fit games: uh, Wii Fit, Wii Fit Plus, and Wii Fit U, um, as well. Uh, Mega Man, which was we we. I mean, I felt like I knew this from the beginning because uh, with, with Sonic coming in. There was rumors of Mega Man, so it's exciting. I mean, it's I just find it amazing. You know, Mega Man hasn't had his own like real game in like a really long time, so it's exciting that he's actually gonna be in something, something that a lot of people are gonna play. Something and relevant. I know, like if you look at what was it? I think it was um, was it Ness? No, it wasn't Ness. But it was one of those guys that got like after Super Smash Bros. Whatever they came in Pit. That's Pit, who it was. Yeah, he yeah, was and Brawl. yeah. And yeah. a little while after Brawl came out, he had his, you know, I cannot think of the name of his game right now. Um, Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kid Icarus came out. So maybe there might be a new Mega Man game. I don't know who has the rights to that right now. Capcom. Yeah. I think it's Capcom. Hopefully, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure because, I mean, the, the thing is with Mega Man, and, and 
Have you? Did you have you ever played any of the Mega Man games? Yeah, I played some of them. I've never played a Mega Man game. Um, but the thing is with Mega Man, they come out with a game all the time. Like at least I, I feel like it's once a year I hear about a new Mega Man game. It, I mean, maybe I'm mistaken, but I feel like there's a lot of Mega Man games. I haven't heard about it anytime recently. Um, with them coming out with anything newer, but obviously with this, it's going to make them a little bit more relevant. I'm sure there's going to be a new Mega Man game coming out after. Uh, after this new uh, Smash Brothers game comes out, um, which is going to you know, kind of push him more into the line like, like they did with Kid Icarus. Because uh, Kid Icarus, if I'm not mistaken, like Pit, only had one game. And the same thing with Ice Climbers. Only had oh, one yeah, game. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Ice Climbers. Yeah, like, it was like an old, like, kind of arcade-looking, you know, nin- uh, Nintendo Entertainment System game. Did um, you hear about the newest character they added? Yes, that was actually the next person. I was going to go over uh, Little Mac, right? Yep. Yeah, like, I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, Punch Out. I I think I played Punch Out like once or twice. I don't remember, but obviously I don't know any of the characters' names from from that game. But seeing that you know that there's this is going to be interesting because there's like I noticed they obviously with uh, with with um, Falcon Punch. What's his name? Uh, Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. Um, with him, he was like a more human character. He kind of only kind of did like more human type things instead of like he could double jump, but not really, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, and same thing with Link. He can he can kind of double jump, but not really because they're more human type characters. Snake in Brawl. Snake in Brawl. Yeah, uh, I forgot about Snake. Yeah, definitely stuff stuff, stuff like that. Snake was probably the, the most like human type character, even though all these other ones are kind of are as well. Um, doing normal things instead of you know double jumping like insane heights and or just puffing yourself into a ball and just going up 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 <laughs> jigglypuff <laughs> um yeah stuff like that just like I I think this is nice to see some uh, a new type of character but I'm I'm actually a little bit afraid because I remember playing uh once playing a um uh, a Super Mario Kart game uh I don't remember where I was. Uh, I think I was here, um, being that we live in, you know, the Tampa Bay area in Florida, I was here in Ebor, uh, and I think I was at that, uh, game, game station place that they had in Ebor a long time ago. Um, I don't know if you ever, if you ever went there. Uh, when, no, I just remember like the little one, like it was like Aladdin's castle or something. It was this uh, arcade that was over here in the mall okay. near where I live. No, cause this was a, this was a a legitimate arcade version of the Mario Kart game that you sit in, that you like sit down in like kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese type deal. Where you, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I, I like, I never, I've heard of it, but I never actually saw it. Okay. And this was, uh, really weird because there was characters like boo, um, uh, like, and some of the other characters that are not in, uh, Mario Kart games, like Nintendo characters, including other characters like, um, uh, uh, Sonic, Egbert, uh, not Egbert, uh, doc, uh, Doctor, Doctor, what's his name? Doctor Eggman. Doctor Eggman, um, Pac-Man, things like that, huh. in uh, a su- uh, in a super uh, in a Mario Kart game, and obviously there was like Mario and all those other characters too, uh, and it was kind of like a you know Capcom meets Nintendo Mario Kart thing, and I I, just, I saw it and I was, it kind of blew my mind. I was like. I wonder if they're going to do something similar with that. Like with Super Smash Brothers, obviously it's very similar to like, you know, Marvel versus Capcom type of games or even uh, Soul Calibur type of games where there's these Capcom characters and they kind of bring in another character from another thing. And that's what Smash Brothers kind of is. But seeing, you know, like 
Sonic. Obviously, Mario and Sonic have had you know history with each other, so that one is understood. All these other ones, you know, they're like Captain Falcon. They, he had the uh, it was like some like it was like a racing game or whatever, and then yeah. it was like turned to other stuff with the Game Boy Advance. But I don't want them to end up bringing in like I don't want to eventually see a Super Smash Brothers game where we see like Darth Vader or something like that. I think to some extent they well they do probably. Because they know that they have their first-party games, obviously. Yeah. And that's what they originally kept to with all their um, characters. But I, I think they do realize that at a certain point, their fan base does want some third-party characters. And that's why, obviously, they brought in Sonic, which was one everyone wanted very, ever since back in Melee. True. And um, and I don't know about Snake. Snake which just came out of nowhere. I never expected that. To I, I didn't either, yeah. But uh, hopefully, you know, they do bring in interesting stuff but yeah don't like jump the shark and go with like i'm trying to figure something ridiculous parappa the rapper <laughs> i have no idea who that is oh, oh you don't wait a minute wait a minute it, hang on what game is he, he from? was a little dog from parappa the rapper game he was a rapper never mind PlayStation one i don't remember that game at all yeah no because because what i'm afraid of is going to turn into like a you know like a uh, not uh, not Tekken. Uh, I think it's like one of those like like Marvel vs. Capcom type games where it's just like two completely different universes coming together. Like I don't want that. I want them. Like I know that the fan base obviously wants like little other characters from third party stuff. Because I mean, I think technically, I think Game Freak is is a third party, uh, and it's not nothing to do with Nintendo. Technically, I think. Um, but obviously, being such a you know a, a big influence on a lot of things. Um, that's why they kept Pokemon and because and, and, Pokemon is like their moneymaker pretty much, you know, Mario is not the moneymaker anymore. It's, I feel that it's, it's Pokemon and a lot of the newer things that they're trying to do. Um, about one of the last characters that I'm showing here is, uh, Rosalina from, um, uh, super Mario galaxy. Yeah, that was cool. And, uh, the villager from animal the, crossing, the villager wasn't in the other game. No, this is the first one. Okay. Okay. I, th- I was like, it looked familiar to me cause I've, you might have like confused him with like Ness or something, which because he kind of looks like Ness. No, because like I th- maybe it was just from an old trailer, and I'm my memory sucks. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the villager as well. I didn't I didn't even click on him, but a lot of the old characters are are are, uh, are coming back again. Obviously, Mario, Luigi, Peach, Bowser, um, uh, Donkey Kong, uh, Link, Toon Link, uh, Zelda, Samus, Kirby, uh, King Day Today. Um, Fox, Pikachu, Lucario is coming back. Not Mewtwo, which I, I miss Mewtwo. Uh, Lucario is coming back. Uh, Pit, Olimar, Marth, uh, and Sonic are all coming back as well. Now, now that you brought up Lucario, I just wonder. Because you know how they started with the um, Smash... The, what is it called? Special Smash? I don't remember what they're called anymore in Brawl. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like, wonder if Lucario is going to go mega ooh, for the ooh. next one. You ah, that's a that's a. Hang on, let me let me click on the car's name. Let's see if they have anything about that yet. Um, and I'm only. I mean, seeing, it would make sense if they did that. True. Like I'm only seeing the it's final smash from uh from there uh, we go final smash. Yeah, yeah, it's from uh from brawl. But what I don't. What was the final smash? Um, it was like kind of like a Kamehameha wave type of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. it wasn't it wasn't that super interesting. Um, but it was still good. Uh, so let's go uh, to another quick break. Uh, let's see. How long is that one? Um, well, 10 minutes, uh, kind of longer songs. 
in related in relation to since we're talking about Super Smash Brothers, uh, first one is uh, the Fountain of Dreams from the original Super Smash Brothers game. This is a more orchestral version of these uh, of these songs um, from like the, the the Link area thing where he's like battling on top of the Hyrule Castle or whatever, uh, and including the uh, the Pokemon medley. Uh, where you're battling on top of um, Viridian City, not Viridian, uh, Vermilion City, like on top of like a one of the buildings there. So again, that's the Fountain of Dreams and the Pokemon Medley, both from the original Super Smash Brothers game. All right, so um, again, that was the uh, the music from the Super Smash Brothers game, the original Super Smash Brothers game. That was Fountain of Dreams and the Pokemon Medley. Um, Always great nostalgia from those games. Uh, Pokemon, Pokemon. The Pokemon uh, stadium <laughs> level, uh, best level. Yeah, I know, right? I accidentally had, I still had you muted for some reason. I unmuted a different channel, my bad. <laughs> but, oh, um, it's okay. I get it. You just want to take it over now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we're uh, we're coming to an end right here. Uh, let's just... um. Uh, let's see, because uh, we got another uh, another segment of music uh, should be playing for about ten minutes or so. Uh, that'll go ahead and end uh, the Pokedex Radio segment here. Um, just want to just thank everybody again um, for uh, just. I th- want to thank Illis for inviting me to do this event uh, for going and asking. I really do appreciate um, uh, uh, him asking me to do something like this. Renee, thank you so much for you know. Uh, clearing up your your schedule for the past two hours to, to go ahead and uh and do this with me here man yeah no problem thanks for having me it was fun it, it was a lot of fun and uh hopefully maybe we can do something like this again like uh just uh people have always asked you need a co-host for pokedex radio and i've tried with many other people before at least we work same similar schedules so um at least that'll that'll probably work a little bit better so um again so let's just go ahead and uh let me uh give out some of the websites over here uh, looks like, um, looks like we're uh, we're up at uh, 149 dollars now. That's nice. Uh, Illis uh, is over here on the IRC chat saying that we uh, just recently received another twenty dollars. Awesome. Um, so that's always good. Um, everybody, anybody who can go ahead and donate to the uh, uh, to this cause again, that is for if I can say the name correctly again, uh, that is for the Alzheimer Society of Canada. Uh, we're trying to raise uh, five hundred dollars. Uh, is is our uh, is our uh, um our goal here um for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. So anybody who can't donate again please go ahead and give out the links. Uh the main site that we're uh, that a lot of the radio stuff is being broadcasted from is illusioncasts.com/radio and you can go ahead and listen to everything else there um as well and there should have the the link to the uh the gogetfunding.com site for broadcasters for a cure uh again hosted by illusioncasts. So uh, again, just real quickly, uh, Renee, thank you for for uh, helping me out and do this two hour segment. No problem. Uh, yeah, I had fun. Okay, good, good. We I hope we all had fun here listening to the, this special uh, live uh, episode of the Pokedex Radio. Um, should be up on the site within the next day or so. Uh, hopefully, if once I have time to go ahead and edit some of the music out, because uh, that's copyright infringement and that's not good. Um, so, <laughs> so. Um, uh, so the uh, the link should be over on pokedexradio.com um should have a an a special event label on it somewhere uh so that's pretty much it illis thank you so much for inviting me to do this event uh, i just want to uh, shout out to the rest of everybody else who still hasn't who still haven't broadcasted yet good luck to everybody else uh and uh thank you for everybody else who's already on here uh just a quick shout out to um 
uh, to to Ren, Yoshi James, uh, Paylord, uh, and Tamashi Hiroka, and even Beat Max, who's coming up next as well with uh, with Shy Strawberry, uh, Beat Max, uh, Pika Blue, who else? Dakota and Illis Stark is eight is coming back again um, for the next segment as uh, Strawberry Enix uh, starting in uh, about ten minutes. So thank you everybody for having me on again, Renee. Thank you, and we'll end this with some music. 